you know, <laughs> you know, you hear people use the word religion and philosophy kind of interchangeably. But what most people don't understand is that they are quite different. You don't have to be a religious zealot, nor do you have to be an atheist to understand the two. Let's talk about it. Welcome, beautiful people. I am honored to get into the discussion of the difference between religion and philosophy. Um, as you know, if you've listened to any of my videos that I posted on YouTube or any of my podcasts, we've discussed the, um, the fact that we're transitioning out of the age of Pisces. And I, I term the age of Pisces as the age of worship. So we're transitioning out of the age of worship and into the age of Aquarius or the age of understanding. And, you know, we're kind of in this transitionary period right now. And as a result, the world looks like it's going through an upheaval. You know, the, everything that we know to this point, everything that's built within the fabric of our society up until this point is the based upon the age of worship. But now that we're transitioning into the age of Aquarius or the age of understanding, these things kind of have to be uprooted and rebuilt to support this new concept, a new way of understanding. So I just wanted to kind of just reiterate um, one of the reasons why we're having this conversation is simply because we're transitioning out of, age, out of the age of Pisces or age of worship and into the age of Aquarius or the age of understanding. But anyway, I just wanted to, re just wanted to remind you about that. So let's start, number one, the, one of the major reasons or the major differences between religion and philosophy is that religions, typically most religions, are based upon this God character manifesting outside of you, this all-powerful entity manifesting outside of you, that is, re is the responsible for the benefits and blessings that you experience. So most religions have a direct worship to this God character, this or gods that become the reason behind the success for the, you know, the worshipers and so on and so on. So that's typically establishes a religion. Philosophy, on the other hand, is talking about your ability to comprehend the one intelligence manifested through all things. You know, the notion of this all-powerful entity is not something that is shared within most philosophical systems. For instance, this concept of God or the source um, this entity, if you can grasp it, it goes beyond your, your ability to comprehend and grasp. It's incomprehensible. As a matter of fact, the ancient Egyptians had a term for this. They called it amen, the incomprehensible nature of the source. Just think about it for a second. Something that existed prior to your existence has to be something that is so great outside of you that it's impossible to comprehend. Okay? However... We know that this entity manifested as intelligence, and it's through this intelligence that the universe was automatically manifested. So this intelligence existed. This intelligence can be comprehended. So our major difference between religions and philosophies is this God character that exists, that is this all-powerful entity that's responsible for your you know, for your success and failure, was responsible for your success and blessing, excuse me. Whereas in philosophy, there is this intelligence 
that brought the universe into manifestation within a specific order that can be comprehended and understood. Another major difference between religion and philosophy is in religions, the ability to be blessed and be taken care of through this, from this overarching, all-powerful entity is through our worship. So the quality of our worship implies that we stay in good standing with this God character, and as a result of us being in good standing with this God character, it blesses us and protects us. So as long as you are worshiping this entity in the right way, you are going to be blessed as a result. In this particular system, you're not, the, the goal is not for you to do for self and, you know, um, create a sense of your ability to, you know, to execute yourself, to bring about your success. Your success is brought to you through this worship of this God, all-powerful entity. So in the concept of philosophy, you recognize, uh, we, you know, it's recognized that this intelligence existed first. And if you know that everything as an expression of diversity, all diverse things coming together to fulfill one objective, then you recognize that in order for that to take place, there has to be intelligence that existed first. You know, for instance, if aliens, if all humans were disappeared from the earth or, you know, we're not a part of the earth anymore, but all of the relics that humans built were still here. Even though you didn't see humans on earth, you would say that intelligence existed because you would see the architecture of different things to represent and prove that somebody of intelligence brought things together to fulfill one objective. That's how we know intelligence exists. So the one thing that we know from the source is that it existed in intelligence first. And as a result, order came into place. All subsequent things were brought into manifestation to work in a harmonious fashion to fulfill one objective. That's how we quantify intelligence. Now in this particular system, right? This system of order, you know, the ancient Egyptians thought that the world was existed this quantifiable order from which they had to align their thinking and their actions so that their actions could be brought into harmony with this order. The ancient Egyptians thought that their life success was based upon aligning their thinking and their actions to this order. And that's how their success manifested. Well, if you understand this concept, and it was called Ma'at Ma in ancient Egypt, but if you understand this concept, there is no thing of diversity by which diverse pieces coming together to fulfill one objective that cannot manifest, that can, that can come in, that can manifest, excuse me, that can manifest without intelligence existing first. So if you notice anything that's organized to fulfill, to come together, together to fulfill one objective, then that's how we quantify the intelligence of the source. So the worship of the intelligence of the source was through our ability to bring our actions, thoughts, and ideas in harmony with this order so that we could produce harmonious outcomes and thus experience our own blessings and benefits as a result. You see, in the concept of philosophy is that your blessings and benefits comes through your ability to realign your thinking 
attitudes and actions in harmony with the universal order. And from that harmony, you are blessed from the system that was created to bless you from the get go. In this particular concept, since this, the concept of the source is incomprehensible, but one thing can be comprehended and understood, it's its intelligence. And its intelligence is bestowed through the universe, through the organization of diverse things to fulfill one objective. No thing, situation, nor being can come into manifestation, has come into manifestation, will come into manifestation without serving to further the one objective. And therefore, if we're able to realign our thinking in harmony with that, we can bring about as an outcome of this system, we can bring about our own health and wellness and wealth. We can bring about our own relationship prowess. We can bring about our own career success. And last but not least, we can bring upon our life success. You see, all these things are simple, simply outcomes of the order of ma'at. So the concept of worship is attempting to apply your comprehension and understanding of the one thing manifesting through all things to your life. And as a result, the outcome of that is benefit blessings established through your health and wellness, your relationships, your career, and your life success. So a major difference between religions and philosophy is that philosophy is asking you to bring your thinking and actions in alignment to the universal order. And through functioning in order with the system of Ma'at, which is what it was called in ancient Egypt, you are able to bring about your own benefits and blessings. Now, it's just amazing how... We've come, we've come a long ways from that concept because if you think about it, the concept of ma'at and the concept of understanding and comprehension as a, as a way of worshiping the one intelligence manifesting through all things. The ancient Egyptians said that anything that you needed to take place in this world, any power, any benefit comes through being in harmony with the universe. That means being in harmony with the animal kingdom. That means being in harmony with the bacteria kingdom. That means being in harmony with all the kingdoms. You know, one of the problems in our world right now is unfortunately we are out of harmony and therefore these outcomes that we are experiencing right now are outcomes of disharmony. The too much plastic in the water, the overconsumption of beef and things of that nature by which now the rainforest is being cut down to produce more beef. You see, when you're focused on bringing yourself into harmony with the order, then you're always going to be in balance with all the things of nature. And through that reality, you're able to experience the power of that. There is a power to the animal kingdom being in harmony, the atomic kingdom being in harmony. You, there's a power that takes place from which man can take advantage of. So in the concept of ma'at, in the concept of philosophy, you're being asked to apply your comprehension and understanding 
And through that comprehension and understanding, your benefits that you experience as an individual comes to you as a result of that application of a application of uh, your under, your your comprehension and understanding. And again, the comprehension and understanding is the way you worship the singularity of source expressing itself as intelligence. We cannot comprehend source in and of itself as a separate reality, but we can comprehend and understand its intelligence from which all things manifest it, which means that this is the reason why we have man and woman. This is the reason why we have various things in the world. We are all here as a part of the kingdom of life on this earth to function in harmony with each other, to, to experience the highest benefit and blessing that the earth can provide as a result of man applying himself in harmony with the natural order. Now, another, another major difference between religion and philosophy is that in religion, there's this concept of fidelity. So in other words, if you worship something outside of, quote unquote, this God character, bad things are going to happen to you. So it's this notion of fidelity by which I have to worship this entity. If I choose to even look at something else outside of this entity, I lose my access to blessings and things of that nature. So I can't even fathom the notion of even thinking about looking, to, looking into something else and gaining insight from something else because if I worship anything other than this entity, I'm going to lose my right to blessings and things of that nature. In the concept of philosophy, you know, fidelity is not based upon some external God character that's going to, you know, uh, dismiss you if you don't worship it and only it. In the concept of philosophy, fidelity is based upon your ability to comprehend. Your ability to comprehend leads to your ability to apply the correct actions within this system of order to produce the outcomes that you need. The concept of health and wellness in anything that you're looking for in your life is simply an outcome of the mechanisms of ma'at. So the concept of fidelity is simply towards the understanding and comprehension. You are seeking to increase your comprehension and understanding of the one reality manifesting through all things. We call that ma'at, and therefore the order of which we call that ma'at. You are constantly seeking to understand and therefore, through that understanding, you are able to drive the necessary harmonious outcomes you want to produce and experience within your life. So in the philosophy standpoint, your fidelity is to increasing or maintaining your understanding. Not necessarily to some external object. It's about the understanding, as the Chinese say, right, the understanding of the way brings good things in your life. If we were to understand that health is simply an outcome of the application of your comprehension within the system, then everybody would be healthy. Everybody would be in good health because it's just simply a manner of applying your comprehension. So a major difference between religion and philosophy is that in religion, you, there has to be a fidelity towards this God character. In philosophy, the fidelity is towards you increasing your, your understanding, your comprehension of the one thing manifesting through all things. And through that comprehension, you're able to apply yourself in harmony with this entity, this order, that you produce your outcomes as a result.
Now we must understand this reality, and I want you to I want you to go away with this. According to the concept of the Maasa, there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's no such thing as good nor bad. There's no such thing, you know, any and all things that come into manifestation will come into manifestation, has come into manifestation, must serve to further the one objective of Ma'a. And therefore, we look to comprehend why something exists versus demonize it and degrading it. That's what comprehension says. That's what the order of Ma'at says. It says that we seek to understand why something comes into manifestation. And if it's an expression of harmony, then we seek to replicate that expression of harmony so that all people can benefit, all things can benefit from it. If it's an expression of disharmony, we seek to fix the reason why that expression of disharmony is manifesting. But in reality, there is no such thing as good nor bad. There's no such thing as, as uh, right or wrong. We're, it's just simply expressions of the one thing manifesting in states of disharmony and harmony. So with that being said, we're not here to say that one something is wrong and something is bad. We wouldn't say that. We're simply saying the difference between the two. So that you can make choices for yourself. You know, when people say, oh, you know, I don't I don't I don't believe in God. You know, I'm an atheist. Well, no, you don't have to be an atheist. If you don't believe in the overarching God character, you may you may be well suited for philosophy, which seeks to increase your understanding so that you can apply yourself to bring about your blessings and benefits. But at the same time, you could say, hey, you know, no, I'm, you know, I, I follow the, I follow God and things of that nature. That's fine as well. Whatever you need to do to manifest your success in the world, that's okay. But what we're simply here to do today is just simply discuss the difference between the two. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. Again, if you like this video or this podcast, please subscribe to my podcast and my YouTube channel. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, you can at Ramahatep. And last but not least, keep, it, keep this in mind. You're never going to change anybody from their reality or way of thinking. The good thing that we want to take place is that people have choices and understand they have choices.